Lord Saints, we do honor the Lord who is first in our life. Amen. We praise God for um, the minister of staff and, and the chairman of the board, Superintendent Best. Amen. The Saints and friends, we are, we are so honored to have amen, Senior Bishop Miller uh, with us this morning and Co-Pastor Davis, uh, Elder Miller, amen, many of our friends. Uh, it's just a blessing to know uh, and hear, uh, Dot, oh God, it's just a blessing to hear, Dot, that you are listening this morning. I just praise God for being so good, and we thank him for his goodness and his kindness, and we thank him for another opportunity to be used by him and uh, to encourage the people of God through his word. Before we get started, we're going to go to the throne of grace. We're going to have our precious evangelist and to lead us in prayer. Let us pray. Bless your evangelist. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, speak this morning. Strengthen us. Thank you, God. We thank you, God. Do, Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do, Lord, your healing is what we need. Heal the land, we believe. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, God. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. We praise God for the beautiful prayer coming through evangelists that encouraged our heart and encouraged our mind. We are going back. Amen. As I first said on last Sunday, uh, this is the second session of the lesson that God gave us. And I'm going to recap a little bit for our newcomers today. But the subject this morning is God's promise. Uh, content is true. He never fails. Uh, God's promises, as I first stated on last week, a promise is uh, an announcement, a fact, a declaration in word or in action, uh, it's a promise of assurance. It's something that will happen and it shall be, or it's a guarantee of something. It's something that's definite. It's something that will be done, not broken, won't fail, won't change. And God makes promises. The Bible is full of his promises. And the fact that the one he makes, makes, will never fail. Because he 
is a God of not change. He is a God that don't lie. Gave scriptures pertaining to that on last week. Exodus 20 and 12 uh, is one of his promises. And that was one was talking about uh, the fact that he gave, if we would just honor our mother and father, that gave us a promise of long life. And then another one that we uh, uh, gave for you to read was Malachi uh, 3 and 10. Uh, and this one is talking about our finances. Uh, we often worry about money, and which we should not. But if it was a promise that God gave. And, and the promise that he gave is that if you would just pay a tenth of your earnings uh, to the storehouse, uh, uh, those finances would be bl a blessing to you. He'd open up windows. And you know what? And when I read it, uh, and I went back and read it again, because I've heard it so many times, but I read it, and it uh, when I read it again, it was brought out to me that it would be opened up for you. And you is one person, the one that does it. Uh, I mean, other people may benefit from it, but it'd be opened up for you. Go back and read it, Malachi 3 and 10. Another one uh, of his promises uh, in a scripture, Second Chronicles. Uh, 7 and 14. If my people, uh, which are called by my name, uh, will seek my face, turn from your wicked ways. He said, then will I hear from heaven. Uh, this is a promise of healing, a promise of peace. Uh, God's promises, they're true. He never fails. Uh, his promises, and I'm recapping it for us new listeners, and even for the saints that listened last week, his promises came for his people. They came to bless us. But there is a stipulation in the getting the blessing. Uh, and the stipulation is the commitment to Jesus Christ, the connection to him, and the steps that we have to go and obtain in order to be recipient of it. First and foremost, uh, it is the connection to Jesus Christ. And it, uh, uh, he, he made it so simple for us because he never gives us anything to do that we can't do. Uh, he died for us. He shed his blood for the removal, the remission of our sin. Then he asked us to follow a process. And that process is to be, in fact, is to repent from our sins. Be water baptized in Jesus' name. Then be filled with his precious Holy Ghost. Then, once you get it, that Holy Ghost will lead. It will guide us into all truth and righteousness. It will give us an obedient spirit to do the will of the Lord. From that obedient spirit comes teachable spirit. And that teachable spirit will allow us to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Remember the church is not mortar. The church is not brick. But the church is your soul. The church is your. Your body is a living temple. Of the true and living God. And the obedience. That comes from the Holy Ghost. That's leading in God. Us, will bless us. To be recipients. Of God's promises. I said on last week. There are, in, in God's promises, there are two directions you can go and get. From obedience, you will be blessed. From disobedience, he promised the curse. And uh, this God, as I forestated last week, don't lie. He don't change. So we have to be obedient in order to be blessed. All of God's promises have been fulfilled in him. Whatever he say is true and it's kept by God and it's profitable. That means it's a benefit to us, his people. Gave the scripture on last week, Deuteronomy 28, and I asked you to read 1 through 15. If you do, it'll bless your soul. These promises, that's true. They never fail will overtake you. And to be overtaken in blessings, who wouldn't want to be? 
They'll bless you in the city. They'll bless you in the field, in your home. I talked about it last week on your job. And this week, I'm going to emphasize on the enemy. The promises of God, he has promised to take care of us from our enemy. Enemies can come in all shapes, forms, and sizes. They can be visible or, as President Trump says now, they can be invisible. He calls the COVID-19 the invisible enemy. Well, God can take care of us uh, from our enemies. He'll keep them at bay. Our foot will be on his head because of the obedience that we have unto God and the blessings that he gives us. In the scripture with David and Goliath, uh, over in Samuel, reading there, Goliath was a big enemy, and he was a big enemy to the Israelites. Uh, he not only was big physically, he was big in an in a, in a essence of that a bulliness to scare the uh, children of Israel. Well, he was big, but God was bigger. David was a little fella. But he was connected and obedient unto God. He was sent by his daddy, Jesse, down to the battlefield just to literally take food to his brothers. And once he got down there, he found out about the enemy, Goliath. Uh, he been a big giant. But the songwriter said, giants do fall. All you have to do is stay connected to the true and living God, obedient. And the promise of God, he said, I'll fight your battle. I'll keep your enemy at bay from you. Well, you know the story. David, <laughs> trusting, leaning, and depending on God, following his guidance, destroyed Goliath simply with a stone and a slingshot. It wasn't a slingshot. It wasn't a stone. But it was the power of God. And that's the way it is with us. We his people. God's promises. It's true. It never fails. Uh, God's promises. Gives us. Whatever we need. Plenty. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fret. All we have to do is. Trust and lean and depending on him. He even said, uh, our heart's desire. I mean, heart's desire isn't necessarily a need. It's just a heart's desire. Something that you desire. If you're obedient unto him, he'll grant your heart's desire. God's promises are for his people. He promised to supply all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Our obedience leads us into being a blessed person, a blessed man. Psalms 1 and 1 through 3, evangelists, if you would get that. Uh, Psalms 1, 1 through 3. Being a blessed man, blessed man, uh, one who exercises the obedience and faithfulness uh, faithfulness meaning the trust, uh, the belief in the true and living God. Uh, is uh, uh, the obedience and the blessed man uh, is faithful unto the Lord. And we are in a, what you call an automatic. An automatic means something that happens. You know, you don't have to uh, 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 pray for it, beg for it. It automatically comes forward. Uh, you're an automatic recipient. Recipient means that it's coming. You're, 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 you're receiving. Recipient is a word that comes from the word receive. You're a recipient of God's promises. And uh, they are true. They never fail. God's promise, uh, since it's in his blessed hands. Read, uh, evangelist. Listen, blessed is the man, the woman, uh, that walked not in the council. We are not in the midst of the uh, sinner man. Uh, meaning, I don't mean that I don't stand beside him. 
I don't uh, uh, help him if he needs help. It means that I don't partake in his deeds. Read. I don't sit in his way, meaning I uh, show forth Jesus Christ. I let him know that uh, I, uh, you need to be committed and connected to him. And I show forth it through love because the scripture told me, and that's what brought me with love and kindness. Have I drawn thee? Uh, I don't sit in his way. I let him know that Jesus is the way through love and kindness. Uh, read. Read. Listen, my delight, I delight, this blessed man, this blessed man that's re receiving the promises of God. I delight. I, I, I do his will. I'm happy about it. I'm glad to be committed and, and, and dedicated and uh, 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 committed and involved with this true and living God. I'm happy about it. It's not a strain on me to praise the Lord. It's not a strain on me to fellowship. It's not a strain on me to show forth Jesus Christ. I delight. When you delight in something, you're happy about it. Uh, we are familiar with delighting in some good food. Oh, honey, don't give me my favorite ice cream. I'm delighted in it. I'm smiling. I'm tasting it, and it's feeling good going down. You're delighted in that. Read that latter part, that last part. There it is. In God's law, in what the words say do, in his commandments, in his statutes, I'm meditating. It's in the uppermost of my heart. It's in the uppermost of my mind. All the time is Jesus. Uh, when I was coming through, I would hear the older saints say, it's Jesus in the morning. It's Jesus in noontime. It's Jesus at supper time. Jesus all the time. Well, that's what he is. I'm delighted and I'm meditating. I know I hear uh, during this COVID-19, uh, different people's, you know, how they say they're dealing with it. You know, you hear them on the television through commercials and uh, uh, even talks. How some of them say, well, when I get up in the morning, I'm meditating. Well, you know what? I hope they're meditating on Jesus Christ. Not how I can figure out how I'm going to get through this. Meditate on him because he is the only entity that's going to be able to take us through. You know, uh, he is the only one that allowed it to be. And he'll be the only one that will take us through. Uh, that's the end of uh, verse 3. All right. A tree that's planted by the rivers of water. The water is what giving that tree some light, life. Water is life. And I read, and I never thought I would be even be discussing it this morning, but I was reading some information. It was saying that our body is made up of 60% of water. So that's why you need to give it water. If it's made up of something, give it that. In order for it to thrive. And uh, uh, when you give it. And when you release it. Put the rest. Put some more in it. So it can. And it, and it was telling me. The benefits of the water. And that water. in that tree. Planted by the rivers of water. Read uh, Evangelist. Look. Look. Look what the tree going to do. If the water. Which is. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Power in the water. That's going in the tree. Got to give it life. That's going to bring forth his fruit. And the fruit is what's coming from the tree. And the tree is getting the life from the water. Oh, thank you, God. Which is Jesus Christ. Well, we are getting our life from Jesus Christ. And it's in our coming within our soul. And it can bring forth fruit in his season. Read. Look, even I, I, as I first stated, I didn't even think I was going this direction. But even when I was reading that information, it, it behooves you sometimes to just pick up uh, the Bible sometimes. 
like every day. <laughs> uh, and then it also behooves you to pick up some other books that's called References. Uh, because we are in the world, not of it, but we're in it. And it was telling me that the life of the water that I drink naturally can help my skin to stay smooth. It can help um, uh, with my hair. It can help. I mean, it, it, the, the water, just simple water. It's the life that your body needs. And if you deprive your body of life, oh, you know what's coming next. Death. Well, same way with Jesus Christ. If you deprive your body of the life of Jesus, hallelujah, you're going to spiritually die. Read. Oh, there it is. The promises of God. Whatsoever we as a blessed man, that's the recipient of God's promises, because we're obedient. There's that key word. Now hold that word. We obedient to the statutes and the commandments of Jesus Christ. His will must be done in our life. We obedient to him. We're going to be blessed. And we're going to prosper. Whatsoever we do shall prosper. I mean, I hear some preachers and they are up and they're giving their inspirational talks. And you know what? An inspirational talk is good. Don't get me wrong. It will inspire you. But if you don't follow suit the inspiration, you're still dead. Once that inspiration comes forward when you hear it, oh, you say, oh, you know, that sounds so good. But it got to be put into action. You can inspire me to start a company. I could have the idea in mind. But if I never put it in action, it will not come forward. Whatsoever we as the blessed man does, we it, it shall prosper because of the promise giver. And his name is Jesus. That never fails. God's promises uh uh comes from his blessed hands and uh uh they're all over our life. He says, with uh my strong arms, I brought salvation. No one can pluck you out of my hands. Once you get committed to God, steadfast, unmovable, always abandoning the work of the Lord, he, 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 you're there. Can't nobody pluck you out of God's hand. He don't leave us. I've been told that all my spiritual walk. We leave God. And even what I love about Jesus, this is what I love about him. Oh, even if I walk away, he said, I'm married to the backslider. I will accept you back. Man, it's not like that. If you walk away and, and you leave him upset in the back of his mind or her mind, she holding that little thought in her head or he's holding it and you try to get back to him. Oh God, I don't care what you do and give. It's still back there, but not God. If you come back, he said, with a broken and contrast heart, the promise is I will no wise cast you out. Come on home. Come on home to Jesus. I'm loving and I'm kind. Come home. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 30 and 16, if you would get that for me, evangelist. And then while you get in there, get Isaiah 41 and 10. His promises with a strong hand that's over our life. He, 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 his arms and his strong arms and his hands, loving hands, they're forever upholding us. Matthew 28, 19, letter calls say, I'm with you always. I mean, even when we out there and, and, and not doing his will, he's still there. He just wants us to stop and change. Come on home. He has enduring love. Enduring love. It, God's love, his commandments, he just wants us to walk in his way. If we just continue to walk in his way or turn and walk in his way, uh, he'll, he'll bless us. Because see, the promises is here and they are true and they never fail. Read um, 
Isaiah 41 and 10. All right. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Look, even in this time, even in this COVID-19 time, you know, the devil have, he want to shake us. He want to make us feel like that, you know, hey, where's your God? Where's God? I mean, we, we are, we're in this stay-at-home uh, ordinance. We're in this shelter-in-place. Uh, uh, where's your God? Well, you need to... Uh, look at him and let him know he's right here. He is covering me. Oh, he's taking care of my family, uh, my seeds, my seed seeds. He's he he is a uh, uh, blessing. You know, I, I'm not sick. My family not sick. Uh, we have food. We have clothing. We have shelter. We have transportation. Oh, speak back to him and let him know he's right here. Read. There he said it. I will uphold thee. 10,000 blessings in my right hand alone. I will uphold thee. When you upheld, you're not falling. You can lift a child up in the air. They love that. They know they're up high. They know they're not you know, going down toward to the floor. Because once they feet hit the floor, they got to walk. So, but God say, I'm upholding thee with my hands. Powerful hands of God. Who wouldn't want to be upheld in God's hands? Amen. Oh, I the more. Hallelujah. I the more. Read Deuteronomy 30 and 16. Oh, uh, there it is. That's a commandment. Read. To walk in his ways and to teach his commandments. Yes. And his statutes mm -hmm. and his judgments. That thou mayest live and multiply. Lord, I thank you. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whether thou goest to possess it. Look, I mean, that's that promise. He said, I shall bless. Shall mean, honey, I don't care who try to stop it, what they try to do, how they verbalize it, it will come forward. Amen. But we got a stipulation. Amen. It's telling us what we got to do. Okay. Keep his commandments. Keep his statutes. Show forth him. Let the people know who God is, how loving he is. In our actions, in our talk, our walk, our way. We got to do that. So we can be blessed of the Lord. This morning, we just thank God for our natural blessings. Uh, for his promise to always provide for us because it's there. I mean, he, he promised to provide for us. He even rained on the unjust. And, you know, that who wouldn't want a uh, God that, you know, no folk ain't doing right, but I'm still going to feed you. I ain't going to let you be hungry. You know, because you got some folk, honey, they will look at you. They be eating that sandwich and they'll know that you hungry because there's an indicator on your mouth. It's white and they'll finish eating. But God ain't like that. He will provide for us. We should be more thankful for the fact that he uh he is our uh uh Lord and Savior and, and because of the natural blessing. But you know what we should be more more thankful of? We should be more thankful of the spiritual blessings. Amen. And that is Jesus Christ first and foremost. The first spiritual blessing, oh Lord, I thank you, that we should be so proud and value is the fact that he saved us from death. And the wrath of God. Because you know what? If he did not die for us, 
If he did not send his son, Jesus Christ, wrapped in flesh, that spirit wrapped in flesh, we would be under the wrath of God. Did you ever think of that? And who would want to be? I didn't even want to be in the wrath of Pastor Connor, my mama. When I did something I had no business doing. The wrath of Big C, they called him. I didn't want to be that. So you know I don't want to be under the wrath of God. So we should be so grateful for that spiritual blessing. Because see, we, we were redeemed through him, his blood. The only way we could be. Could nobody else do it? Only the entity of God. Only Jesus Christ could do it. We are his sons now that are connected and committed to him. Get First John 3, 1 through 3, evangelists. We are his sons now. We're in God's family. We are blessed members of the family. You know, I'm glad about it. I know you are too. I'm glad. I mean, you know, there are some beautiful natural families. And I, you know, I praise ours, our natural family, the kind of family. And I know you praise your family, the Smith family, the Perry family. I'm just calling some families, the Miller family. Uh, you, you praise those families. But, you know, we had some hangups in there. You know, we even had a name for them, and I ain't even going there with that one. <laughs> but I am so happy <laughs> to be in the family of God, the perfected family of God. No blemishes, no spots, no wrinkles in this family. I am a blessed member of this family. And you know what? I value it. And that's what I'm asking us to do today. When you value something, you hold it in high esteem. You cherish it. And you need to do it, and I need to do it daily. We are forgetting where God brought us from. We are getting lax in the house of God. We are getting lax in our home where charity needs to begin. Read, evangelist. First John three, first John three, verse one through three. Yes. Look, he 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 gave us this. He didn't have to, but he bestowed it upon us. We that we should be called the sons of God. Oh, there we are. We're the sons of God. I don't care if your gender is female, you are son of God. If you're committed to him, you have his spirit, you connected to him, you are son of God. Read. Amen. Look, look. <laughs> Say that again. Thank you, God. Read. Look, the world know us not. Meaning, the world's deeds. What they partake of. The work of the flesh that they partake of. The wrath, the jealousy, the seditions, the emulations. What they partake of. It know us not. You know why? Because we don't do it. If you are the sons of God. Come on now. Because it knew him not. He didn't do it. Oh, honey. I was taught as I was coming through. If you are a black American. And you have two black parents. You will have a black child from that seed. Two black parents cannot birth a Caucasian. <laughs> Miracles come, but no. If you are Jesus only, and I heard that as I was coming through too. I love that. I'm Jesus only. Meaning ain't no contamination with nothing else. Thank you, God, but Jesus. Amen. If you are his, then that's what you're gonna portray. Read. Mm-hmm. Look, it ain't even uh, an inkling of what we're going to be. Read. Thank you, God. But we know that when he shall appear, uh -huh. we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Look, when he shall appear, we're going to be like him. My grandmama loved a song. She quoted this often. Our national mother, Lucy Gillings. This was her favorite verse. 
Her song was, I want to be just like him. Well, hey, we got to be just like him. We got to be just like Jesus Christ in order to reign with him. Heavenly creatures got to be heavenly. And that's what we got to be. Did you read verse 3? All right, thanks to God. Look, all you have to do is have his spirit. And from his spirit comes the hope of God. And the, if you have the hope in you, then you're going to purify. Purify means perfect, meaning to make sure there's nothing there for contamination. You, I mean, it's going to be purified. The hope of in, in Jesus Christ as he is pure. Because see, God is pure. There's nothing, nothing, nothing contaminated in Jesus Christ. You hear even. Even means the same as. The same as. Even as he is pure. If he's pure, we got to be pure. So we can't Make excuses for ourselves. We can't say, well, you know, God understands. Yes, he does. Uh, that we need to be pure, like he's pure. And he's given us the opportunity to be that. Through his word. Only the word of God will bless us to be pure, even as he is pure. We're no longer in bondage. We're no longer slaves to sin. All of us. You know, we look at it like this. Naturally, we, we all, all of us, we, we may not have a big bank account. We don't need it. You know, if you got the finance uh, 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 officer with you, why would you need to be looking up finance? You got him. I have to do with the word of God told me to ask, and it shall be given. We may not have that big bank account uh, naturally, but honey, like I said, the spiritual blessings. We're blessed because of Christ. I'm rich in Jesus. Amen. I mean, you know, and I'm happy about it. In this family, I'm happy. I'm happy. We just need to realize what God, whatever he allowed to happen, you know, such as what we're, you know, dealing with now, this COVID-19. And I keep coming back to this because this is prevalent right now. Uh, it's just a blessing. It's a blessing. He allowed it to happen. And guess what? It's a blessing. The scripture told me to be thankful in everything. Give thing, thanks, excuse me, in all things. This science is just a trial for us and it is a blessing. Trials are blessings. You might say, how is, how is, how is a trial a blessing, pastor? Well, trials bring out fruit. <laughs> It brings out a uh, spiritual fruit that you have. Uh, when when situations arise, uh, that fruit should stand up. You know, when, when you keep hearing all this on the news and all this on CNN, like I told you on last week, turn it off. Get that CNN Bible. Get You know, turn on the radio and, and listen to CNN gospel. I don't know how many of you have heard it. I don't know who the young lady is, but she was on... Um, uh, what's the gospel show that come on uh, where they in competition? Not Joy Fest. Sunday's best. best. Listen, Google down coronavirus, her coronavirus song. That girl is blowing. She said coronavirus can't hold her down. She was saying she has Jesus and that's all she need. Honey, I was coming down the road and I was getting it on with coronavirus can't hold me down. The anointing in her voice. Google it. It'll bless your soul. Trials bring out that fruit. They help us grow. They give us an opportunity for a testimony. What God has done for you through these trials. You have something to tell somebody. If you haven't experienced something and came out all right in Jesus, you can't tell too much. You just telling what somebody else did and maybe you glimpsed it. But when you go through it, you know the in-depth of the trial. You know everything about it. So you can tell it all. 
how God's promises was kept and proved through these trials. His promise to you to bring you out all right. And then they were kept and they were proved to you. God blessed us and we don't even realize how God has blessed us. We need to ask God to help us find a blessing in everything, whether it's good or bad. God, help, help, me, help me find a blessing into this. You know, blessings in all things. You know, this just simply this COVID nineteen, the fact that we on stay at home shelter, we 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 in the ordinance. You know what I value? God is showing me through this. I value being able to have strength that He gives me to put my clothes on and go out my door and get in our car and Superintendent Best drive us to CBC Memorial Apostolic Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I open the exterior door, or he open it, and I go through the interior door, and I go in, hallelujah, the house of God, and I value being able to praise his name. That's what I value now. Even the more. Not coming in, dragging my feet, like, hey, I'm here. But I value the fact of having a sanctuary to be able to go in. Because see, for the past going into now six weeks, or maybe four weeks, we, we hadn't been able to go in the door. Amen. The word of God say, fail not to assemble yourself together. Come and let's fellowship. Come and let's praise his name. Because guess what? He is due praise. I value being able to just reach my hand over and extend it to my brother and sister in Christ, my sons and daughters in Christ, and say, praise the Lord. Scripture say, in that day they shall say praise the Lord and greet each other with a holy kiss. I value that. God is speaking to the saints first. Because see, we got to get our act together in order to be able to show forth to the world what they need to do. I value that highly. Fellowshipping with the other church families. I value going to anniversaries. I value going to church services that we can accommodate. I value being with the saints of God, singing a song, clapping. When the dance hit my feet, I value dancing to the glory of God. I see why David danced out of his clothes. Thank you, God. He, it wasn't that he wanted to strip. It's that he just felt the praises in him. And it was just so demonstrative uh, Whatever he had on probably was falling off. And he didn't take the time to even try to put it back. He wanted to keep the praise going. <laughs> oh, I praise you, God. I value that. See, these little things that we've been taking for granted. Some of us in such a hurry. You know, I've said it over and over. When we in the house of God, we come for morning service. Afternoon, I can't do it. I got to go. You know, already made up your mind. Hey, I, I'm in the morning. That, that's all I can give. Well, hey, guess what? If you could go now, you stay all day and night. Oh, honey, he, bring, he bringing it. He's bringing it clear. Some of us in such a hurry. In the morning service, we trying to think about what we having for dinner. You are there to praise God. I am there to praise God. We got to realize and value the goodness of Jesus. We are so blessed. We are so blessed. The songwriter said, if I die now, I won't have to die no more. He was talking about spiritually from, this, from the sinful acts. That Satan are trying to sit down on us. Not to exercise works of the flesh. As I first stated. This. this, You know what. Galatia 19. 5 and 19. Tell y'all of them. And. Uh, the fact that. We got to get them. Out of our. Life. Out of our soul. And just stand and shine for Jesus. Especially this. The one that they call drunkenness. The word called drunkenness. And it's not from turning up alcohol. Because we don't do that. 
That's too obvious. It's drunkenness in the spirit. Where you allow Satan to put things on your heart and mind that shouldn't be there. The things that we need to be uplifting Jesus. Need to be portraying his goodness and his work. We are all, when, when somebody's naturally drunk, they are just, I've never been that way. But I've seen it. My grandfather, I loved him so. When I was a little girl, he exhibited it to me. A lot. But I loved him so. It didn't matter if he was drunk or sober. I just stayed with him. Because. Even drunk. He took care of me. He was a safety haven for me. So. But when you're drunk. You, you're just not sober. You just. You know. Uh, uh, things are not clear for you. And you don't value. Spiritually what you should value. So we need to ask God to. Help us to. Get rid of that. Really all of these works of the flesh. Even with the spirit of Christ in us. We can allow. These two. I was told to become a weight in our life. And if they, if they weight you down too long. They become a sin. So what we need to do is. When we feel it coming up on us. We need to ask God. Start using your tools of salvation. Praying and fasting. I need it removed God. I feel it. So I need it gone. And guess what? He'll do just what you ask him to do. Oh, I know he will. He will do it. You, we, that do these things, if we don't ask him to remove it, the, the, the Bible plainly tells us we will not be able to inherit the kingdom. We got to live unto God. And the fact that we live unto him and his promises that he commit to us and he keep because he never fails. If we live unto God and show forth his fruit. See, when you show forth in the fruit of God, that means that tree is alive and you're growing in Christ. And, and, and all you show is, all you're going to be showing is love. You're going to be showing happiness. Laughter will be in the air. The helping of one another, the joy, the peace, comfort is in Jesus. Gentleness, the goodness of Jesus. People love a bit, just people themselves, no matter if they are saints, sinners, friends, family, they just love being around you. I used to love as a little girl growing up. And I know I wasn't, didn't have God's spirit in me, but I'm glad that. I was around somebody that did because it rubbed off on me, as they used to say. But what it was, it was her life that she exemplified or her in his life that was exemplified for me. The love, I mean, to me. And it helped me cross over. But it gave me so much comfort. My grandmother, it just gave me so much comfort being around her. Her gentleness. She was just a calm person, but I know it wasn't her, but it was the Christ on the inside. That will change you. It will change you. And if the change is not there, you know it first, and then everybody else know it. The change has to be there. People look to you for guidance that never hesitate. They will never hesitate when they need guidance and if they need some instructions or they're in trouble, you are the first person they'll call. You're the first person they'll find. For see, they know that you're going to help them without judgment. You know, you're going to help them with love. You're going to be there through love because that's what you have. And you're going to be there with love and you're going to be there with kindness. We sometimes so easily forget we so easily forget that the love and support that was extended to us was what brought us through. See, love and kindness had to be extended to us. This is a pay-it-forward process. Jesus is a pay-it-forward process. He died for us. He redeemed us back. Then he gave us a procedure to receive him. I hear me real good. Then when we receive him and we let the word Perfect us. 
and we show forth him, his love, and then we let, uh, we tell somebody else about it, and they get it the way we got it, and then they tell somebody else about it. Did you see the, did you see the effect? God's promises. God's promises. They're true. He never fails. And that's what I love about him. This word, I tell you, it is, it's just so rich and it's so loving. The scripture, uh, Job 1 and 8, Evangelist, this is going to be my last one. 1, 8 through 10, if you would get that for me. This man that loved the Lord, there was a promise upon his life. But he was a recipient of it because he was connected to him and he loved him, committed to him. This was even before uh, grace and truth came on the scene. This was where God spoke. Jesus Christ hadn't come forth yet. But Job was committed to do the will of God. He not only was committed for himself, but he was committed for his family. We got to be committed for our family. It ain't just us. And you know, that's what I love. My mother uh, told us when we got old enough to even pay attention or understand. She asked God for her family. We're going to have to do that. Not only verbally ask him, but ask him uh, by showing him to them. Whenever uh, we needed some help, we didn't have to seek outside of our home. We went to Pastor Connor because we knew who she was connected to. You know, and we knew she was going to pray first. And then she was going to give us wisdom. The word of God say, if you like it, ask God. And that wisdom helped us. She didn't just give us something off the top of her head. My grandmother would be, we talked to her and we'd be wondering, God, is mother listening to us? But yeah, she was listening. But while she was listening, she was praying. And she was hearing God and God was speaking to her. Then she spoke to us. And see, that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to stay connected. Job went before God for his sons and daughters. They were doing things wrong, drinking and uh, in their houses. But he went before God for them. And God heard him. Oh, yes, he did. Read, evangelist. Yes. And, and the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? That there is none like him on the earth. Lord, can God say that about us? Oh, hallelujah. Read. <laughs> a perfect and an upright man. Oh, thank you, Jesus. One that feareth God and excuseth evil. Look, Job feared God. This fear was, I trust you, Jesus. I believe you, God. I know you promised me and you don't lie. You, you've never failed. And I know you're going to be there for me in spite of whatever I'm going through. Coronavirus. Hey, God is with us and we are going to be wise unto salvation. And we're going to be wise and we're going to do what is told to us because whatever is given. Thank you, God. God have to work through it. If it's a vaccine, God have to work through it. If it's a, a, a something of a, a tablet, God have to work through it. Read. Verse 9, then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for naught? Read. Has not thou made a hedge about him? All right. Look, look, look. Look, Satan even know God promises are true <laughs> and they never fail. He said, look, look now, you asked me, have I considered Job 
Then you told me what kind of man of God he was. Then I know you got him hedged in. I know that that hedge around him is better than any electric fence. <laughs> I know I can't get to this man. I know that your powerful hand stops me. I can't do it. I can't do it, but look at him. Prosper. Be blessed. Because guess what? He's yours, and you are doing it. Read. Look, look, there it is. Lord Jesus. Look, you did this for Job. Powerful God. The substance of the land. Everything he needs, everything he desires, you gave it to him. Because he is committed to you. Read, is that it? Well, in essence, I know you know the story. We've heard many preachers preach it. In essence, everything that happened to Job that God allowed Satan to do. Hear me real good. God allowed Satan to do. He took the hedge off. He said, touch him, but don't bother his soul. And guess what? He did. But guess what? You know the end of the story. You know God Everything that was taken from Job, his children, his sheep, his camel, his she asses, all of that, houses, all of that, even down to the sores on his body. Job never charged God foolishly. So saints, what we're enduring, the fact that COVID-19 is here, because see, I had to bring it down home. We have to trust and believe that God knows exactly what he's doing. He is helping us value him. He is helping us realize who God is and stay committed to our only source. And the source is God. Letting us know that his promises is true. And they never fail. And to stay connected to him. I want to reiterate for in my conclusion things. Keeping our children and our children's children before him. Uh, asking God to continue to fulfill his promises. For they reflect. Simply they show his will and his purpose for our lives. Uh, to reiterate, and he asked me, you know, laid this on my heart and mind, uh, for us, we just, we can't be reckless. And this is a natural, this is really natural and spiritual, but I'm talking on a natural aspect right now. We can't be reckless. We got to uh, uh, realize we can't endanger ourselves and our family, our children, our babies, uh, because, uh, see, you're going out and you're being, a, some of us are essential workers. And when you're going out, uh, the prayer is covering you to keep you safe. So what you need to do as that essential worker is to go out, work the job, come back home. Uh, there is procedures. Because, uh, see, debris gets on your clothes. So you need to take those off, you know, wash them. And then you need to uh, abide by the law. Uh, don't go to anyone's else home. Uh, you know, don't congregate. Uh, the the stay-at-home ordinance has been extended to May the eighth by the governor, and then he has a uh, which I'm sure everyone, uh, which most of us are keeping up uh, with the news, but some of us, you know, just haven't taken time to do it. Uh, but there's phases that. North Carolina is going to be undergoing and uh, phase one, two, and three as of May 9th, the first phase will be implemented. And then, uh, but th even in that phase, we're still going to be sheltered in place. 
We're still going to be under the stay-at-home ordinance. But, uh, and then we're still going to be under the 10 or less into the uh, sanctuaries. And that's what I want us as saints to do, to bind together in prayer. So we can, we can ask God where that is concerned so we can get back into the sanctuary. Uh, but in the meantime, following suit of the governor, then uh, stage two will be coming within two to three weeks. or uh, And then they're going to lessen. Um, some of these stores will be opening. And then when you go, keep your mask on. Wear your mask. That mask is, is, is important. It's important uh, to keep uh, germs from getting on you and to keep you from getting germs on somebody else. Remember, this is we, not me. Keep that mask on. And then, uh, you know, they got all kinds of masks now. You know, they got the different colors. They got the symbols. They got, I mean, just what you want. If you want a, a ball team, football team symbol, you can get that. Or you can just go with the ordinary. Uh, it's important. It's an ordinance. And if anybody be an example, the saints need to be. And if we're an example, the other ones will follow suit. If you feel any symptoms, uh, you, you're coughing and, you, and your headaches and your fever, and then they've even added some, you, you lose taste, you lose smell. Then you also start feeling a lot of aches in your body. They are even now finding blood clots. So when these different things, I mean, relating to this virus, happen to you, don't just say, don't, don't say I'm praying. Yeah, you, you pray, but you also need some medical attention, especially with shortness of breath. Because see, shortness of breath, meaning breath is leaving. And if no breath is there, that means you are not alive. So you're going to have to be attended to. Call your doctor. They have set up uh, these different clinics. Patronize them if you need to. You don't need any money. Patronize them, please. Uh, people with underlying conditions, we know what we have. We are more susceptible uh, to it. So don't uh, go out saying, well, hey, I know God going to take care of me. Yeah, he is taking care of you. But use your wisdom. Where you know you have underlying condition. They've already stated about people of color. And uh, how it's more precedent with us. And it's because of the inequity of health care inequity of housing, inequity of meaning uh, of not having what we need, what we already should have, but we don't have. So please, saints, do that. Um, the different areas I gave on last week, uh, Batesford Road has a clinic now set up, Eastway Drive of the Plaza has one set up, Freedom Drive of it. The new Michael Jordan clinic uh, that he funded has uh, one set up and even more, I'm sure. Uh, there are 67 free health clinics. You can Google them. And uh, please take, um, go to them if you need to go. And then once you get what you need, God will work through it and heal. Because it is up to him to heal. And he will heal, but what we can do, and I hold it in the back of my mind, my precious pastor kind of told me that what I can do, God's not coming to do. And uh, so whatever I can do, she's encouraged me to do. And because he's given me strength to do. So I praise God for his precious word. I thank God for you listening today. Uh, it's a blessing. I'm so proud to hear uh, Co-Pastor Davis and Bishop Miller and uh, Elder Miller. Oh, it's just a blessing uh, to have you online with us today. And I praise God for you. Uh, Dot, I thank God for you. Uh, different ones, 
Darius, I mean, Darius. Oh, the young adults. Oh, God. Love us enough. Love us enough to take care of yourselves and us. And we'll love you enough to take care of ourselves and you. We praise God for you. Uh, we're going to the song uh, Jesus Never Fails came to my heart. And we're going to sing a little bit of that together. Then we're going to do the benediction. And we'll be through with this conference call today. Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Heaven and earth, oh, it's going to pass away. But Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Heaven and earth, oh, it's going to pass away. But Jesus never fails. 